If you will turn to, with me to uh, Matthew, the fourth chapter, we're going to read some scripture there for just a little bit. You know, the Bible tells us, you know, to study and all that, you know, and we as Christian people, we're God's people, we need to know what God's word says today, very much so. Amen. 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 Yeah, I got, while you're looking it up, I got another little, we was at my grandma's. <laughs> What day was it? I mean, what day? We put a ceiling fan in, me and my cousin did. And somewhere between that, I went, I was kind of getting in a hurry. Everybody getting in a hurry doing stuff. Well, I had to go back and forth to the kitchen, to the living room, to have to on the porch with the breaker. Is that turn it off quite a few times? Go, we couldn't get it just right. But anyway, then mom, she had to stand there and watch us. She's right in the door and had a walker there. And I took off to go turn the breaker off and somehow I got my foot tangled up in her walker <laughs> and if I could pull the walker plumb out from underneath of her. Now if you just had to be there to see it to get the picture of this. <laughs> I thought yeah here I'll fall and break my leg and she'll have to help me up probably. <laughs> but anyway she's a, she's a dandy. She's 102 year old and still are going. I stopped her here about a month ago, and she wanted to know what something meant in the Bible. And I thought, you know, why are you asking me? I'm just, you know, you're twice as old as I am. <laughs> I didn't tell her that, but <laughs> but it's amazing. You know, I mean, I would just you know talk about it. I know all y'all's grandmothers are great too, but you know, it's amazing. You know, that she's uh, still reading her Bible, and you know, the 102. And I stopped her the other day, and all the we got the keys kind of hid there when we locked the door we leave, you know, and she, we get it and when I open the door, I always just holler at her, you know, before I go in. And I went the other day, I went open the door and hollered at her and I could hear her in there doing something. She had a piece of paper and she was down talking or doing something and and I hollered again, boy, she put that up and put it down and we started talking there and a little bit she said, you didn't hear me singing when you come in, did you? I said, no, I never heard nothing, Ma. <laughs> but she was singing a gospel song to herself, I guess. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing. I told her the other day, I said, uh, I said maybe her kids can come over when it cools up and, and we don't know if COVID ever going to kick down or not, but we'll come by and maybe stand in the yard and you could, you know, I said, you can sit there on the kitchen. We can open the door, the patio door, the screen, you know, you can hear them, you know. And she said, well, I can come out on the porch. <laughs> So she's kind of looking forward to it, I think. So maybe we can go over there one of these evening kids and sing for them outside or something. So, but anyway, I don't know why I got off on that, but anyway, uh, I'm blessed to be able to have her, even though she can be honored too. Amen. Okay, we're going to get into talking the fourth chapter of Matthew. And this is where Christ was, you know, this is just right, this is first of his ministry, you know, he was. He'd been up on the Bible, you know, start the first verse there. And, and I'll just, I'm going to read it word for word. We'll just kind of follow down through me. He was led in the spirit in the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. This is where we went up on the mountain. You know, he was there, the Bible says, for 40 days and 40 nights. And and it said, after, you know, after he'd been there that period of time, you know, he was, he was hungered. And I'm going to stop right there for just a moment and, and realize, or make, you, make us realize today how, ded, how dedicated, I think Christ's been dedicated, but he was, you know, he is that, how he, he stood there for 40 nights and 40 days just fasting and praying to get himself, you know, uh, I don't want really what word I need to use there to get himself ready for what he's fixing to go into. I mean, and I guess I call me one put it. 
And I'm here today to tell you today that, you know, um, we as God's people, anytime you stand for what's right, get ready for a battle. You know, get ready for a battle. Because Satan does not want you to get a foothold on the gospel. He don't want you getting closer to God. And there are times that we just got to turn everything, you know, over to God and just, you know, just pray and, and fast, you know, and just pray to God. And God, you know, I need your help. And, and you know, it, it just, the Bible don't go in details of all what he prayed about while he's up there. But the, wouldn't you like to have heard some of the prayers that he was praying? I think, I mean, I personally, I would have, but he was getting ready because he knew that, you know, that, uh, that there was going, the devil, you know, the Bible says, you know, he's out there like a lion, you know, he's going to and fro, you know, he's going everywhere trying to devour them. Even in one place in the Bible, it says he's a liar. He's a father of the liars. You know, he's ever, he's out there to try to tempt everybody that he can. And we as today, as God's people today are being tempted very much. So, Amen. I think so. We are tempted today. And on sad thing, there are probably a lot of us just falling into temptations. Over as a whole, I'm not just saying, you know, blah, this or that. You know what I'm trying to say. Because we come to God's house today. And I was thinking about this the other day. You know, I think, you know, you know, the world, our world is so crazy today. Anybody agree with that? Even our country today is so crazy. You know, and to a point, you know, you just don't know what to do. And like AJ said, you know, look like, you know, if uh, young people watch the news and everything, you think, well, man, what's going to happen? But I know God's still in control. And I know today that, you know, we don't choose the battle sometimes. Satan chooses the battle for us sometimes. Because, you know, when Goliath came down, you know, he chose David. He said, I'm going to fight you. I'll put this kind of my own version a little bit. But, you know, David knew who he served. And I'm here today, we today, that's one key thing we as God's people today, we need to know that God is able. Amen. Just say that, my God's able. My God's able. I know he is. And I think sometimes we forget that because we hear stuff going on and we kind of panic. And when you panic, you hurt yourself. Amen. Think about it. You know what I talk about? When you panic, when you keep you cool, everything's getting better. Everything seems like you can, uh, you can think better and this or that, you know. We get to a point today, we don't even know how to pray today because, you know, we don't know really what to pray for, this or that, how, this or that. But I just say, you know, one thing I think about, just pray that God's will will be done. Just pray that God's will be done. If it's sickness that can be healed in this world, pray that it be done. But if it's not, pray God's will be done. Because of they sing the song a while ago, the things, you know, our future is bright. If we're in Jesus Christ, amen. Our future is bright in Jesus Christ. Because we are conquerors. Like I just said, we are on the winning team today. Christ went up to the mountain. He prayed for 40 days and 40 nights and he came back down. And the Bible says he stood up there and he was hungry when he come back. And you've heard me say this quite often, Christ or Satan will always attack your weakest points. Amen. He will always attack you when you're the weak, when on the weakest points that you have. And somebody here probably, or people here different got more weak points than other people has in different, in different situations. Amen. Amen. But he knew Jesus, he knew where he'd been. He knew he was hungry. 
Christ or Satan today knows where you're at today. He knows your weakness. And when you leave here in a little while, he's going to attack us. Because he don't want this word of God to penetrate. And when Christ come off the mountain, no doubt Christ, you know, I think to, as I can, I can figure if you stayed there 40 days and 40 nights, you were pretty well prepared for battle. Wouldn't you think so? And he come off there and the first thing he knew that Christ is hungry. And he said, you know, if you who you say you are, command these, uh, uh, said it's written, or he, Satan told him, he said, you know, he said the, the tempter came to him. He said, if thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made of bread. And Christ said unto him, see, you got to put out your weakness or what your weakness in this body is sometimes. Christ had to forget about his hunger when he was being tempted. I said tempted. The Bible said he came and tempted and I don't know or tested him, whatever you want, word you want to use. But he told Satan, he said, listen. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And when I've heard, you've heard me say this many times. We today as God's people, we have one offense today, and that is the word of God. Why, it's sharper than a two-edged sword. But today we're raising up a generation of people They can tell you about uh, sports people. They can tell you their life history. They can tell you where they're born at. They can tell you how many touchdowns, how many field goals, how many this or that they got when they retired and what they're doing now, this and that. But they cannot tell you hardly anything about the Word of God. Come on. Because it's not important to us anymore like it used to be. He said, man, do not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Strike one on Satan. Amen. Amen. Strike one, I'll get that in a minute. And then we went on down and Satan, you know, Satan don't give up too easily. But if you find it to a point, you know, we'll get that on that. I don't get ahead of myself. The devil, the devil took him to a, into a holy city and sent him on the pinnacle of the temple. And he said unto him, he said, Thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, Thou shalt give the angels charge concerning thee in, the hand, in, in their hands, you shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou shalt dash thy foot against the stone. Christ sitting there. He said, I told you a while ago, man, shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Sometimes, I think, Jeremiah, we got to tell Satan over because he forgets pretty quickly. He forgets pretty quickly. It doesn't hurt to remind him every once in a while to tell him and just bluntly tell him, said, I told you before, I'm a child of God. I told you. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word proceeded out of the mouth of God. And Satan Christ went to him and said, It's written again, it's written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. I put this in my own version. What part of the Bible don't you understand, Satan? Amen. What part of it you don't understand? It don't take much for us to get a feud about somebody else, this or that. 
We today, if somebody hurts their child or misspoke to them or lied to them or something that the parents get very upset. Can you just give a man on that? Sometimes you'll call them up and say, I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. Anybody ever done that? Don't raise your hand. Just say in your spirit, that doesn't mean. I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. Look at what Satan today is doing to our younger generation today. It's about time we give him peace of our mind. And since Satan, we have today, we are born again, blood-bought Christians today, because of what God has done for us today. We today, as God's people, are calling upon the name of Jesus Christ to battle the battles that our young people are facing today. Why? Because the word of God says this battle is not ours, but it is God's today. Have you ever found a battle in the word of God that God hasn't won? Even though the odds may look against him sometimes, but he always come out victorious. And we today as God's people have got to tell the world or tell our children today, our children, our young people in our church today, there is hope today in Jesus Christ. How can you say that, Pastor? Why? Because you said, you know, we say today, well, I've just talked to them till I'm blue in the face. They won't listen anymore. But God is still listening. God's still listening. He still hears our prayers. Amen. Even though they go and they won't listen to you, God still got the power of the Holy Spirit can still penetrate in them and it can still convict them if we just keep on praying and don't lose hope in our God today. Our God is able. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Strike two. Strike two. And Satan, you know, I tell you, I don't think real to say, but I said, you always say you can't fix stupid. I don't care how hard you try, you can't fix it. I don't know, that's probably isn't a good word to use, but it's, you just say, I just, you can't fix it. Satan's in this category. You can't fix him. So he just keeps coming after you. The Joker knows he defeated he knows he's defeated. And him being defeated, he's trying to defeat you. Amen. Here's what I'm talking about. He's not going down without a fight. But he is going down. Amen. You ought to shout on that. He's not going down without a fight. <laughs> but I guarantee he's going down. I guarantee he's going down. The sucker don't know when to quit lying. So he said, I'll just try another lie on you, Jesus. I put this in my own version. You don't believe them too? I'll show you and tell you another one. So he took him a little bit further. And the Bible says, and he said, the devil took him up onto a sea high mountain and showed him all the kings of the world and the glory of it. And he said unto them, all these things will I give thee. Well, Satan can't give you nothing. Come on. You young people today, listen to me. Satan is a liar today. He said, I'll give you this, I'll give you that, I'll make you, I'll, you're going to be happy, you can get this and you get that if you just do this and do that. He ain't got the authority to give you nothing. He can make you miserable. He's making a lot of us miserable today because we're sitting there not telling him what the Word of God says. 
we're not telling what the Word of God says. Why? Because some of us don't even know it. Don't shut me down. Amen. All these things I give you, I'll give everything you see, Christ. Man, what a lie. Amen. What a lie. I've never seen an alcoholic come up years in his life and say, you know, that's what I chose in my life. I want to be an alcoholic. Or see a drug addict come and said, you know, when you graduate, they don't stand up, you don't say, well, I won't be a drug addict the rest of my life. They don't say that. I want to live an unbroken home. They don't say that. But look at the lies that Satan will tell you. And if we don't know what God's word says, sometimes we'll fall in. See, Christ was hungry. Anybody, he was a human like you and I was. Man, when, you know, when he said something about bread, couldn't you imagine the smell of bread? <laughs> How hungry. When you get your young people out in the world and see all these, that you, they look, you know, everybody's having a good time in the flesh. They think, man, this is wonderful. That'd be wonderful. And Satan says, just come on over. You can have this. They don't pull back the next curtain and say what the written results is going to be yet. Come on. He said, I'll give you everything. And Jesus said unto him, Satan, I've just had about, I'm putting this in a little bit more versions. I've just had about enough of you today. I've had about enough of you. I've had enough of you. See, when God's people gets enough of you, they start saying, listen. See, when I get enough of him, I'm going to start coming to church. I'm going to forget in the glory of God every Sunday. Moses went up on the mountain. He got in the glory of God. And he come down and face shone. See, a lot of us come to church today. Our face ain't shining because we got too big a frown on it. I know we've been concerned. We need to be concerned about things going in the world. But we listen to all this news and everything and this and listen to all the bad stuff going on. But all I know is that God's in control. Amen. I don't understand why these things are happening. Don't understand why. You know, I say, well, God's letting them happen. I don't understand it. I look at the book of Revelations. It'll blow your mind if you get into it. I don't understand a lot of it. But I understand one thing. Christ died for a church. And he's not going back on it. He got too big a price paid on us. And if we're joined heirs with Jesus Christ, he said, I got you back. Satan, or Jesus told Satan, Satan, I'm just about tired of you. Get behind me. Get behind me. Get behind me. Take your foot and stomp him every once in a while. It's written, I shall worship the Lord thy God, and only him shall he serve. I'm not doing nothing else but going to serve God the rest of my life. I still will have shortcomings. I still will fall. But I know who, who I'm serving. And I know he's able. Amen. The Bible says here that Satan left him. And behold, I've read this all my life. I never got this part here until a little while ago. After he said all this, AJ, 
what happened? The devil left him. Then the reward starts coming. The angels came and ministered to him. Oh, don't you want the angels to come down and hover you this morning? All you got to do is stand on the word of God. See, it ain't up to you to fight it. It's up to you to stand up and say, hey, I'm a child of God. I know what the word of God says. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. You say, Pastor, you just don't understand. You know what I'm going through. I may not understand, but I know a God that does. I know he's not quit on nobody. I want to read this in closing. I just want to, you heard me talk about this many times before. And we dwell upon all the bad things that's going on in the world today. And that's just human nature. That's human nature, amen? amen. To dwell upon what's going on bad. But for just the next little while, for a few moments, I want to bring this to you. Elisha was a man of God, a true warrior. He had fought battle after battle. Elijah asked him one time, he said, what do you want? He said, I want a double portion of what you got. See, I wish I could get in God's people's heads today. I want what God's got for me. Amen. I just want what he's got for me. He got so much for us, I believe. And Elijah told him, he said, if you see me when I go up, you know, and all y'all know that story, a double portion of his spirit fell upon Elisha. This is in, King, I mean, this is some of the stories in 2 Kings. But 2 Kings there, Elisha was a man that trusted God. He slept at night. But Satan was always trying to destroy him. See, what I'm trying to say is Satan is always going to try to destroy us. But if you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, you can kind of have a little bit of peace. Amen. Amen. And one night, you know, the king of Syria warred against Israel. You all know the story. And they come to the king of Syria and they said, you know, said, before you make a battle plan, there's a man over there telling what's going on before it even happens. He even tell you what's going on in your bedchambers. He said, go find him, bring him to me. So they found out where he was at. And that neat evening, that night, they come and they took an army and surrounded the city that he was in. Elisha slept like a baby, I believe. It's almost like it is today. The world is trying to destroy the Christian people. So... The man of God, the man, the servant of God, the servant of Elisha, the, got up that morning, he walked out, he seen the army, and he was scared to death. He went back and told Elisha, he said, man, we got problems, but this is my version. Elisha woke up and he said, what's going on? He said, we got some enemy around here. Really, that shouldn't surprise the Christian people because we're always gonna have an enemy. That's Satan. Elisha got up. See what he knew who he served. He walked out. Yes, he's seen the problems. But he looked a little bit further. 
He's seen a lot more. See, today we focus upon what the problem is, but we need to look a little bit further. We need to look a little further than this right here. And the Bible says, you know, he told, he told God, he said, God, I pray that you open his eyes up that he might see. And the Bible says, Elisha, the servant of God, uh, Elisha opened his eyes. And he's seen the church. And the Bible says here, he says, fear not that they be more, more than with us than they are with thee. Um, Elisha prayed, Lord, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man. He saw, behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots afar around Elisha. Man, what a blessing. You say, well, what is that? How much is that? I had my Bible marked and I thought like, like it fell out. But it talked about the chariots of God. You can have me later on, I'll tell you where it's at. But it says, you know, the chariots of God are 20,000s. I'm here today to tell you in closing, our God is bigger than any army that the world's got. And he can defeat any army that the world's got. How many believe that today? So I'm here to challenge you this morning that Jesus wouldn't have prayed he come down, he was ready for the battle. Are you ready for the battle that you're for facing today? If you're not ready for it, how do I get ready for it? My prayer. Nobody listening, God's listening. God's still listening, amen. God's still listening. You looked around these young people today, you think, man, what, what, what can I say to them? I can say, you know, Jesus is the answer. He's the answer. He never promised it to be easy. But if he said, if I, you stick with me, I'll get you to the end. And then while I get you there, I'll carry on over. Amen. Amen. Isn't heaven going to be great, saints? Man, it's going to be great. So in closing, I just want to challenge you today. Trust the, God, the Lord today. Trust God. Trust God. Trust God. I've been trusting him here for 33 years now. He ain't let me down yet. Been some battles, been some scars, but oh, I still love him today more than I used to. So as we stand this morning, I don't know if you want to come and pray, if you want to pray right where you're at. If you want to come with the altar and pray, come on right now. If you don't want to pray, we'll stand out here in a moment. If you need to pray for any reason, come on. Anybody needs to, come on. God's good to us. Let's pray today. Let's pray for a church. Pray for a country. Pray for leaders. You say, well, they don't listen to you, but God's still listening. God's still listening. Pray those that's fixing to fall this storm is coming in and it's fixing to hit Louisiana. Let's pray for them people. Let's pray for our young people here. I think I didn't get to make it Wednesday, but like I said, we still have like in the 40 something kids here Wednesday nights. Man, that's great. It's a blessing. They need our prayers. We need today as God's people spend a little more time praying today than what we do. Or I do. I put my I just put myself out there. I do. 
because prayer does change things. It'll make you stronger. I want you to pray for Hansel, Brother Hans and Rachel this week. He's going to be standing behind the pulpit here next two Sundays. Bringing God's word. He needs your prayers. Because ain't no telling what Satan's going to try to tell him the next two weeks. Amen. But we're praying God's going, going to have his way in this service. If you pray with me, Father, today in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you thanking you for this time and opportunity we've had to be in your house. Father, as we read in your word today, Father, how Satan always tempts us. If you tempt your son, we know he'll tempt us today. But I pray here that here today that everyone that sound my voice will search the scriptures more than they ever have so they can use it against him and they can feed him. And Father, I pray today, Father, for our country, what we're facing today, Father, I know it's nothing surprising you, Father, today. But I pray that your will will be done, Father. Those that's facing this storm that's coming in the land, Father, be with them, Father. We just pray, Father, just protect them today, Father. And Father, I pray for our young people here at this church today, Father that you protect them each and every step they go, Father. And tell them you love them today and tell them they are hope today. Hold their heads up today because today, Father, you're still King of Kings and Lord of Lords, Father. You're still victorious today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, God bless you. As our prayers today from me and my wife today, we love y'all and we're gonna be gone a couple of weeks, if the Lord's willing. Be back in a couple of weeks, be praying for hands. We're going to head north for a little while and see what we can get into, okay? <laughs> if you go back in the back stand, she always grabs at me, she don't get back there in time, so I'll give her time to get back there. She's not no younger than she used to be. It takes her a while a little further. So I hear about that in the car, Mike. God bless you. We love you. Pray for me. <laughs>